Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 5, Episode 2, Profits and Prophecies. Big revenue numbers, profits. Yes! Queen! <laughs> you have to assume that queens and kings make a lot of profits. Why else would they do it? Right. Selling, they... uh, selling scepters and jeweled crowns and things. Yeah, wicked taunts, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful... Rubies and all sorts of hats. And Did you say wicked tongs? Toms. Tons. Tons? What is that? Whatever you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tons of stuff. Yes. Just tons Tom. of scepters and jewels and things like that. I don't think that's how kings and queens work, though. They don't just sell stuff. They don't just sell stuff to get. <laughs> they don't sell the things they're supposed to have to own to, to yeah, call to themselves acquire a king or queen. For free, basically. Yes. I like a good royalty every yes. now and then. So does Kermit the Frog. Hmm. But that's none of my business. <laughs> uh, way to tie it all together. All right. Thanks for probing. No. Hi. <laughs> that was a great imitation of the own end of our yeah. show. Our own end of our show. And Ooh. that's the series finale. <laughs> <laughs> Do an imitation of our end. Deep in it. Yes. Uh, how's it going, Steve? It's going good. It's a fucking hot as shit Friday here yeah. in Southern California. 91 S- degrees, super baby. Super gross, just like Sucalos. Um, yeah, we recorded, this is our third recording this week. I think so. Did we do Monday? Yeah, Monday probing, Wednesday beer they're drunk yeah. that, Friday probing. Yes. Mm. I could go to Friday probing. Yes, you know. Fine day. <laughs> uh, hopefully all sucker you want to fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> hopefully you all saw our post, want to suck your prolapse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully they all sucked on our post, yeah. I want to come in Hope you all suck what I want to fuck. Yeah. It's quite nice. Right. <laughs> Got to swallow us on Instagram for that beautiful Swallow cunt. us on Instagram. Oh, man. We got to use yeah. that now. <laughs> swallow us on Instagram. <laughs> Make sure to hashtag swallow. Uh, hit that swallow button. Swallow daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not swallow sound. Yeah. yeah. Pog. Pog. Yeah. Pog. Yeah. Swallow daddy's pog. Pog. It's another form of daddy. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Uh, Can we I'm, start saying pa instead of daddy? <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> come pa. <laughs> in, uh, in Willy Wonka, they had those kumpa lumpas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very burnt men. Mm-hmm. Um, I just listened to a whole podcast uh, about that movie, just like a nostalgia podcast. Okay. And like, uh, I, was, I was like dying because even though I quote all the same lines that they quote, like they're obsessed with. Yeah. I was just dying because, like, I don't. Nobody else quotes. They the, picked them up. They on only the, quote the Gene Wilder lines, but I was like yeah. always quoting the well, Violet, you're turning violet, violet, or like yeah. when the fucking Mashed German potato yeah. <laughs> with sour cream, yeah. 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 Uh, or when Augusta Scoob's dad just bites the microphone yeah. off. He doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was interesting though. They said that the kid that played Augusta Scoob was kind of like the outcast because like he didn't speak English. Oh, he actually all was his German. lines were just phonetically learned <laughs> in English, and that. <laughs> They didn't even have him. They didn't have a dressing room. He just like came to work because they were shooting in Munich, oh. and so he lived there. He just go home and be in costume <laughs> and then come back. I'm and home now, Daddy. Yeah. 
Park. Yeah. Hey, Park. Yes, Quack. Yeah. I just, that was really sad. I was like, oh, poor old yeah, fat kid. Well, at least he got to sleep in his own bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Because um, that yeah. kind of takes place in know nothing. Yeah, it's supposed Europe, it's right? supposed to be anywhere in the world. Like yeah, it's just yeah. supposed to be some Western society. Yeah, yeah. Because it's this mix of British people and American people and German people yeah. and Eastern Bloc people and right and all the odd. buildings and the yeah. uh, all the buildings are like German except for like towns. in front of yeah. the factory it's like somewhere in England or some right, shit. Right. It's very weird. Um, but uh, yeah, and I, they are also like. Gene Wilder only shot 22 movies, and that that was actually a very early movie in his career, mm. which is pretty crazy how yeah. like cool of an actor he was. But um, oh, here's some ghosts or something. The ghosts of November third. Um, Dio, don't Dio's date us. Come on. Where does... I mean, do date Steve. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. Oh no, it is it's November second. God, this is yeah. terrible. Anyway, um, yeah, it's hot. I'm sleepy because it's hot in this house. Yeah. Um, and uh, in, a lot of people might not know, but out here in sunny Southern California's beautiful San Fernando Valley, where we aren't, but we're in Southern California, uh, Thanksgiving, generally the past 15 years or so, has been kind of a hot holiday. Yeah. Family just gets fucking yeah. naked, all Viagra, dripping up, wet, clits and dicks, fucking mm-hmm. hard as fuck. Yeah. No, Taking that turkey baster and yeah. just ramming it in all oh. kinds of holes. Um, Actually, doesn't your father use his prolapsed anus as a turkey baster? Yes, exactly. Sucks it up, squeezes it out, and drips it all over the turkey. Well, and he has to keep it liquefied, like keep it moist, because otherwise it'll necrose and rot off and dry out and turn into a big prolapsed jerky. Um, um, and then I'll have to get it cut off. Yeah. Don't have to, no he doesn't want to deal fun. with all that surgery. No. He doesn't want to deal with getting new pants. Yeah. He's already got his pant size uh, much bigger, obviously, mm-hmm. and tailored out in the, the back yeah. pouch region there. And due to the reason. fact that it has to stay moist, uh, the the lucky, just as someone, as you pull the Ooh. wishbone apart and make a wish, mm-hmm. the loser of the wishbone then also has to put Papsy, Pappy's <laughs> uh, prolapse back in with their tongue. Right. Uh, to make sure it stays wet yep. and back infused mm-hmm. inside where it should be. Yep. It's very true. It's a, uh, yeah. Thanksgiving has always all been a little a little sad, a little yeah. rough Yeah. at my house. Yeah. Um, we don't really eat turkey. We just, it's just like a big pile of, of moist, like of juice for him. Yeah. yeah. We're just uh, sucking it up. Yeah. Spraying it and up. it looks like gravy, but it's just like a, a Vaseline water mixture. And because yeah. it's oil based, it doesn't mix. So it just yeah. looks like. The like the fat like when you make like actual chicken yeah, broth gristle. you know yeah there's those fat globules and stuff mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it's just it's just as vaseline and yeah. water you know? <laughs> just as fat yeah it sucks yeah know. literally I'm fine I've dealt with yeah it, so at least you didn't have someone playing an acoustic guitar right <laughs> <laughs> or a ukulele <laughs> um, but yeah so uh, yeah it's usually like in the 80s. In the middle part of the day in Thanksgiving now, so it's not really a big uh, sweater 90s, holiday for baby. us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's kind of. I always like when I was younger. Is always. I mean, it was not freezing, but it was a little colder usually back then. But uh, I just always look at movies and TV and shouldn't be like, fuck. Like if there's like a lot because some, some Thanksgivings there's like fucking snow on the ground in movies yeah. and stuff. But you forget that almost everything, forget. all these classic movies were shot in the Midwest or the East Coast. Yeah, you know, pre-global warming. Yeah. I felt like I wasn't, like, until I was, like, 15 that I got that. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. movies aren't all shot in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're shot elsewhere. Or at least take place. Right. right. <laughs> like, every fucking show. Oh, why are all these fucking lockers inside this high school? Yeah, because we're used to having place. everything outside. Yeah. So. 
Anyway. Welcome to the world doesn't revolve right. around Joe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's Friday. We're gonna party here. Probably gonna get some some pizza later. Are we good? Well, <laughs> my wife and I not. Okay. Yet. Um, oh God. Yeah. Oh, little uh, update here. Steve had a date last night. <laughs> oh, and he doesn't want to talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> and that's all she wrote about the date. Um, but you said it went well. It was a yeah. nice time. Yeah. It was a great time. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> going to see Danzig this week. Oddly closed off about his dating <laughs> life. <laughs> we don't know who's listening to him. Yeah, it's just saying nice things about them. Um, are you taking your new girlfriend to, to Danzig this <laughs> <Tom>. weekend? <laughs> Uh, not my girlfriend mm-hmm. one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but uh, no, be me, my brother, and Fliss. Mm-hmm. Now, fun fact, I've never heard a Danzig song once in my life. Yes, you have. Have I? Yeah. What's the most popular one? Mother. Everyone's heard Mother. Sing it. Mother. <laughs> Don't you let your daughter It just sounds like Elvis. <laughs> yeah, Danzig. No, Danzig sounds very much like Elvis, mm-hmm. so. Not surprised you'd say that. What? He was in a band before... He started the Misfits. Oh, the Misfits. That's right. And then he was in Sam Hain. Mm-hmm. And then he was in South Danzig. I, I had to do it. this for Shuck the other night. I hated uh, all the kids that listened to the Misfits because they were music elitists and they were little punk rock kids. Oh, even though we grew up in Orange County, Orange County, there's a lot of punk rock. I know, but they were all living in five bedroom houses <laughs> and were not punk rock at all. Oh, are you playing it now? Thirty seconds or less. We can't have the music copyright. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking put the thing to sleep. And he just goes, Mother! Yeah. It's a man. Mother! This has been in like movies. I guess so. I guess they've heard it, but it's not familiar. Right. Does he play the guitar? He can, but he's not. In this band, he's just a singer. Yeah, and a lot of his albums he did. Why? I, I never, I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I never liked the the rock band singers that didn't also play an instrument. It's a thing. I mean, usually if they're a singer, they're playing the bass at that. Mm-hmm. But no, he. I mean, he's done the music on his tracks plenty of times. Mm-hmm. It's just when you go live, it's just yeah. easier to. I never understood focus. the connection between uh, musicians and laying railroad tracks. Like it was yeah. always a weird thing. I'm like, what's the point? Is it just maybe because it keeps them physically fit so they can really push that diaphragm yeah. out? Uh, they have respect for the Chinese. Yes. Um, maybe they just let theirs into dynamite. Yeah. They want to find caves. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, all sorts of fun things. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was mind blowing. This is dumb, but it was it was mind blowing in Europe and some places out here. But like that was the longest train ride I was ever on was going mm-hmm. through the Alps, and some of the fucking tunnels were like a mile and a half long. And I'm like, yeah. God, like blow like up, this, dig this them yeah, out. like this tunnel was built in 1800, and you're like. Fucking people had to, like, camp here for two years just yeah, to build this yeah, stupid yeah. tunnel <laughs> carve it out, you know. Nuts. Um, I think fights. they only could have done it with the power of extraterrestrials. Yes. There's no way they could have had the technology the support to explode. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have pieces of wood to keep rocks up. That's when they used levitation to right. get these rocks out of here. They used Levittown, Pennsylvania Workforces, Union 357, <laughs> to levitate. Levitosis. <laughs> The Bosis. Watch this. Matt, that dumb phone keeps ringing. Daddy's phone. I bet it's mommy calling. <laughs> hey, Daddy, come home. Let's have sex. Let's make another Maddie Matt. 
let's make better Matt. Yes. Of the Mattiverse, <laughs> 30 years behind. But what if his dad's Viagra was already <laughs> expired? And came out inside <laughs> of him. <laughs> like a Pez dispenser mm-hmm. out of his butt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a show. People listen. To. Oh, that's the Twitch monitor. Yeah, you don't see the show that's going yeah. on the video right there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's my favorite soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> he said come sickle. He said live streaming coming. <laughs> it is actually, yeah. and he's very excited for it. I know this is episode forty-eight or forty-nine for us. Maybe yeah. well, maybe episode fifty is the right time to do the the Twitch extravaganza. Fifty-two weeks in a year. I know, but 50 yeah, but is a nice one year. Right. It is dumb, though, because like, shows would do that. They go, oh, it's our 50th F episode, our 50th whatever. Yeah. And then like a few weeks later, they go, it's our year anniversary. And yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, kill. On. you yeah. got to pick one or the other. You know? Come on. Um, yeah, this episode, Prophets and Prophecies, is uh, pretty much an expanded universe version of the Einstein Factor, which was yeah. two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, it just goes deeper into the last 10 minutes of the Einstein episode. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and then they flip it and Einstein's in the last 10 yes, minutes. Einstein is the finale of this episode and they go into exactly the same shit. Einstein is finale. Finale is Einstein. <laughs> Einstein is the ending. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it just goes, it lists off a bunch of different famous prophets mm-hmm. throughout history and then ties it all up with Einstein which you could listen to season four, episode 15, two episodes ago, where yeah. the whole episode is, how is he accessing this intimate knowledge right. <laughs> of, erotic, <laughs> of erotic positions? The um, deep cuts and <laughs> videos that live on OnlyFans, yet he has access to it <laughs> and doesn't pay the $12 a month. And how did he get access to her lifetime Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> That's like over 100 yeah. bucks. <laughs> I started seeing that. I'm like, oh, lifetime yeah. Snapchat. It's because it's a one payment. <laughs> right, and right. Like, yeah, stupid. Um, but, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, this, this. Well, let's just get started here. <laughs> um, <laughs> because it, honestly, if I honestly, if I keep explaining, then it just goes. I'm going to lose any there. anything yeah, yeah. to talk about <laughs> throughout these things. So uh, we start off with the question. The question, uh, which <laughs> I always forget because I never pay attention when I'm watching. Unless it's a new correspondent, like I, I try to watch what they are promoting or what they wrote or whatever qu- their qualifications. But I forgot that Phil Coppins wrote the ancient alien question, <laughs> and which is it's just and which also makes it very lame that he goes. So the question you have yeah. to ask yourself: yeah, he's just, <laughs> yeah, is that like a super meta thing that right. we just discovered? He's been self-promoting his book the whole time right. by <laughs> stating the question. The question. Yeah. So the ancient alien question is: they have to edit it every time. Yeah. It's a little skip. <laughs> So, Joseph, what's the question? Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, so the question is, were prophets communicating with extraterrestrial, interdimensional, hydromatic grease lightning beams? (laughs) Come on, Daddy, I'm going to fuck a guy, but only do it to women. (laughs) I'm going to fuck a guy, but only do it to (laughs) women. Give Uh, me that guy, but, lady. (laughs) I think we saw a different version of Grease. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Greased Up, baby. Yeah. yeah. It, was uh, just, it was just, uh, you know, they, they put a Brad Pitt as Achilles mask yeah. and oiled themselves up, and then he just jump fucked a dude. <laughs> he did that jump spear attack into another guy's butthole. Uh, let's take a quick break okay. for just one second. All right. <laughs> and daddy's home. 
<laughs> did you capture saying daddy's home or did yes. you say that? Oh, okay. <laughs> that was me saying instead of me. And uh, we're back. And it's we're back. And three, two, daddy's home. Daddy's home. Um, yeah, so we're prophets communicating with aliens uh, because, of course, at this point as a listener, and if, if you're listening to this show, you've likely seen ancient aliens. Yeah. And we shouldn't have to say that the ancient astronaut, the, ten, the main tenant of the ancient astronaut theory is... Um, that aliens or that the gods, that, that uh, supernatural beings, have always been uh, advanced flesh and bolts extraterrestrials that have guided man along their way. Yeah. Um, or used man as a pawn between warring factions mm-hmm. of aliens and things like that. So all of our tech, uh, all of this knowledge, like, like uh, what the prophets are supposedly getting here, all came from an advanced race of aliens. Yes. Who are so advanced that we think they are gods. For more inf- information about that, watch the documentary Marvel's Thor. Yes. Um, Am but- I a god? <laughs> <laughs> you always answer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Supreme. Um, Supreme. But, uh, yeah, so we start off with Moses. Yes, Not Lessis, but Moses. <laughs> um, it's my favorite style of music is uh, Moses Town. Yeah. Uh, just that hip-hop about Israel and fucking Egypt and stuff like that. Um, Yes, fucking Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm into this land of sand and pyramids. Gonna fuck the land. (laughs) Called E. I don't know if that was rap or country. (laughs) I I guess rap and country is is Motown. Similar, yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, we open on Mount Mount Sinai. I was going to say Mount Moses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mount Moses. Uh, Mount Sinai, which is the famous spot where he both saw... um, the burning bush, oh. and got the Ten Commandments, or is that the same time? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, uh, something like that. Well, yeah. that was the sign, and then I saw the Sinai, and I saw a burning bush, but it was just crabs in my pubic hair. I don't think I care, cause it felt so good. And he rubbed my clitoral hood, and it was burning. His finger, I just thought his finger was hot. With heating lube. I don't know. I'm done. Um, I had VD. (laughs) So did I. Yes. (laughs) Do not touch my steak. (laughs) Every time. Um, But yeah, so they they start off with Moses and then um, kick it off with mentioning another bunch of prophets. Elijah, Isaiah, Noah, Abraham, Enoch, which we Mm -hmm. talked about, and Jesus. Um, all of these men had some sort of divine contact, had some sort of advanced knowledge, a uh, higher level of knowledge from some divine source, which they called God. But ancient astronaut theorists are calling flesh and bolts extraterrestrials. So um, Richard Rader, Rader Nation, comes on. He's the classics professor from UCLA. And he just mentions how prophets have been in every culture. Uh, he specifically pronounces them the liaison um, between gods and humans. Um, and that, uh, back in the day when a prophet talked, you got on your knees and you listened with your mouth. <laughs> um, they make a point like Robert shock geology. Jesus is on for a couple pointless segments. And he's just like, they literally thought it was the voice of God coming through. And yeah. it's pretty crazy. Again, no mention of rocks or geology of mm-hmm. any kind. Um, but, uh, well, these are stone structures. <laughs> These are Stargate. Oh, playing footsie. Did I hit your toe? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get a uh, our first Coppins call, and this is a Coppins-heavy episode. 
And we don't know when it's going to be his last. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that face is more and more swollen yeah. every day. I like want to look it up as we're watching, but I'm like, no, right. let's just be surprised at when yeah. he disappears. But um, into the ethers where I've gone, and the question is, will my book carry my family <laughs> into financial wealth and being? Will I be reincarnated into a Winnie the Pooh plushie? <laughs> as is my dream. <laughs> Where's the honey? The most. I mean, it's kind of mm. funny because like Winnie the Pooh is almost the Buddha of cartoon characters. Like, he's very kind. Mm-hmm. He's very chill, very mellow. Yeah. He's very balanced, you Fiends know. Yeah. for <laughs> sweet treats. <laughs> Give me that honey. Yeah. <laughs> he's not very bothered yeah. by anyone. Oh. Yeah. He helps oh. his depressed suicidal friend. He helps his anxious neurotic friend. Oh, why don't you just end it all, y'all? <laughs> Leave your honey stalks to me. <laughs> I'll take care of them. Wednesdays, huh? <laughs> I'm going to be pantsless some more with the little boy that I hold hands with. Mr. Chris. <laughs> your version was very sinister. I wanted to leave your honey thoughts. I think Winnie the Pooh. Hello. He's got a monocle and a little evil mustache. Yeah. I'm Penny the Woo, his evil. <laughs> For some reason, I pictured him like driving a little miniature train around the top hat, yeah, yeah. like he's a bear, yeah, like, a, got, like a yeah. railroad tyke, uh, the big twirly mustache. Yes, he all kill yourself, Winnie, Winnie the Tycoon. Yes, um, let Tigger give a big old rumping right. that thick tail and pound you to hell. Well, I suppose. That, uh, <laughs> As long as I have a smackerel of honey, I could look the other way for my evil twin to do his evil bidding. Yes, Christopher Robbins, I'm going to give you a Christopher Sockins. A pink Sockins. Slobbins, come on. Sockins. I think you mean Slobbins. Pink Sockins. Oh. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> that, Winnie the Pooh, or, I mean, you're doing a very good job, but also kind of sounds like bubbles then. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> this bubbles have an evil twin as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm the real green bastard. Um, and I am from parts unknown. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Coppins calls out here. He says, What we're beginning to realize, and I don't know what that means. Is that this is not religious, but contact with non-human intelligence, non-human entities. Um, and I think he literally means we as an ancient astronaut theorist because I hope he's not speaking for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to be fair, I don't actually, like, technically disagree. Like, the what this episode is positing is fine. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're just interchanging supernatural for alien stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's as the episode goes on... It becomes kind of a not that I'm cynical about it, but we've talked before about how um, Childress and Sooks very much, especially Childress, has a little boy like wishing for alien daddy to come take care of them, like kind of kind of mm-hmm. vibe about it, where it's like, oh, they they love us and they want us to be good little boys. Like he's just so obsessed with how they're guiding us. And later he says we're literally like their children, so of course yeah. they would want to help us and advance. But right, like. Right. To what purpose? Like, to what end? Now, I'm not yeah. saying they wouldn't, but, you know. Again, why do they give a shit? Right. Um, and, uh, and, and why are they hiding in secret <laughs> then and not now? And right. And there's much, 
there's much quicker ways to give a shit. Like, there's yeah, much yeah. more efficient ways yeah, to do this. you just crap in your hand, and then you say, hey, here right. you go, Here pal. it is, yeah. Here um, it is, because <laughs> I haven't shaved. I'm giving you a shit. Or, um, you, or you give them a little bacteria water. Now you've given a shit right. by giving them exactly. the shits. Zero shits given. Yeah. Huh? Um, well, it was zero calories. Locale beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Coppins comes on. And he sounds very passionate, very intelligent. He has very lofty – like, these are very lofty concepts that they're talking about. But he just keeps saying nothing as, like, as if he's talking to children. Yeah. He's just saying, like, now, yes, now they're talking to interdimensional beings from yeah. another realm. Like, just, he just says that shit over and over and over again. Um, but these guys are so good because I'm sure they're used to getting blank stares or yeah. what the fuck faces and just being like, well, no, wait, it's like this, you know, and, and trying to explain <laughs> it <back>. and stuff. <laughs> Put it you. back in. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm so empty I without you. I pull out next time. <laughs> um,. But, uh, yeah, Childress, I, I wrote here, Childress has his hyper-positive outlook that aliens are all taking care of us. So he's he has a couple chimes, but they're not, like, funny or yeah. anything. Um, and then we get more on Moses again after they just list off um, Elijah, Isaiah, Noah, Abraham, Enoch, and Jesus. Meaning, or, or Meanwhile, only one of those they, do they ever focus on in this <laughs> episode. Um, Enoch's in a bunch of other episodes. He's from the... Um, Dead Sea, like the the expunged versions of the Bible, where it's all about archangels, and he becomes a much almost bigger figure than Jesus because he's like he's like Noah and Jesus mixed together. Archangels take him around, um, kind of mixed with a Greek god vibe too. They're teaching about fire and tech and yeah. this and then whatever. Um, but uh, we get our first Sukkot here too. Um, after they're talking about Moses and then the burning bush in the Book of Exodus. Yeah. Um, the, oh yeah, it is separate. Sorry, the burning bush, uh, right. which is that was like the signal, the vessel of God. You know, in the, as according to the Bible, is is what gives him this mission to liberate the Jews from Egypt. Um, and so we get our first Sukkot here, and he says, uh, "The idea of a burning bush is very interesting to me because things like burning bushes really don't exist, especially if they give instructions." So the burning bush idea could have been a technological creation, which Moses described as a burning bush. So, again, this is, like, insane that Giorgio Sukalos won't believe in something like a burning bush yeah. being sentient. Um, even if you could make the argument, like, oh, like, we don't even know what kind of alien life forms are out there. There could be sentient uh, blobs of mist of yeah. this gas that float around, but they're super advanced yes. races of whatever, you know. That's what Harris was saying. Super advanced racists. Mix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have the best technology yeah. to prove that our race is supreme <laughs> and that we will conquer all right. you disgusting lesser thans. Uh, Harris was claiming her, she was producing a sentient fog as well yes. in gas mm -hmm. um, that would um, permeate any nostril. Right. Through any vessel outside of polyester. Little uh, preview of Nostral Damas that we're going to talk about in a little bit here. Um, oh, Matt's back. Did you get more food? You didn't go to get food? Where'd you go? Oh, okay. Hmm. Having a smooch. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they asked the question, so who was Moses talking to? Um, we then go to they, – they make it sound like they go – why don't we travel to Tel Alba, Egypt, and find another encounter? But then it's Moses again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's another encounter, but they make it sound like it's going to be a different person. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they go to Tel, Al Tel Aldaba, Egypt, uh, which is where the Israelites began. <laughs> oh, do tell. Yeah. 
<laughs> Come on, tell Daddy Aldaba. Nah, nah. It's a nice tell all I wrote. <laughs> and it's about the Daba. Oh, ooh, Daba. Yeah. <laughs> Steve just made a hardcore Middle Eastern dad, yeah. if you want to call it. A Daba. Yeah. <laughs> a Daba. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one hand. Yes. Way off a to the side, not yeah. even yeah. the head. A side hile. Yeah. Daba. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is where the Israelites began their exodus with Moses, um, and it's where he had his second encounter with the Lord, um, described as a pillar of smoke in the daytime and a pillar of fire at night. Um, this was the form God took to lead them out of Egypt, um, or, or he sent this, you know, yeah. form to, to lead them or whatever. Um, so of course the ancient astronaut theorists and a bunch of like UFO priests. Uh, so a lot of ancient astronaut theorists, priests on this yeah, episode. Yeah, and I wonder if the priests knew how they're like going to be talked about and then go, see, they said aliens and shit. Right. Where the priest's <laughs> like, no, no, I'm still talking about right. God and Catholic stuff right. and, uh, you know, the white necks. <laughs> the white necks. That's what the priests are. They got the little white right. chipper in their neck. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was like, do they call angels white necks yeah. or something like that? <laughs> Yeah, instead of the grays, the white right. necks. Instead of rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> and that, too. Hmm. That is from the supreme racists. Yes. <laughs> they talk more regular than yes. rednecks. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah. They, they These priests. One of them is this guy, um, the Italian priest, like Father Fulco or whatever his name right. is. But he's, he's this professor at Loyola Marymount University. Um, and he's a little more – he's kind of like the – the Robert Balville of the of the priest side of things. Like he's he's another like he's like five to ten to twenty percent open to what they're talking about on the show. But mostly he's just like and despite being a priest, like he's just like he's like, Oh well it's kinda interesting. It's weird that it yeah. you know, like they very this very much sounds like UFO encounters today, which is a totally fair statement. Yeah. And hell, that's why I like this show. Because a lot of this shit is super weird. The Ark of the Covenant and the Mana Machine, like all this weird stuff. Yeah, be mana. Um, but uh <laughs> that was a good call out though, because you usually don't remember the terms the or the names, you know. Names, yeah, Berman, because I said Daba. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're a couple of white necks yeah. here. <laughs> white neck privilege. <laughs> um, white but, neck uh, privilege. <laughs> uh, but the pillar would land. This is their words too. It would yeah. the, in the Bible it says it would stop. You know, where it would stop and touch the ground, they would camp that night, and then where it would take off and go, <laughs> they would follow it as long as it was going. Um, and they then start showing all of these, like, very tube-shaped, cigar-shaped yes. CG yes. Uh, renderings of alien spaceships mm-hmm. going around. And uh, this one priest that's never on again, uh, nothing interesting. He's just like, yeah, I mean, this is just like the, the tubey UFOs that we see today. Yeah. Um, now, the cylinders have taken over a vast majority of what people see in popularity, but the tubes are what really were in the Bible. Right. Now, this is what we see in popularity. <laughs> By popular, Ariana Grande, I mean, yeah. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> you know, a whiter-hipped, curvier yeah. lady. Conyers West. Yeah. Um, Yodel boy. <laughs> You know, all the sweet treats of today's society. Ugh. I just remember the Wheeler Walker Jr. Yeah, ranting yeah, yeah. about Yodel Boy. Uh, <laughs> Yodel Boy. <laughs> um, we go back to Mount Sinai, and this is the Ten Commandments. Gifting. Giving a shit. Yes. Um, so uh, Moses is uh, the only one allowed to walk up Mount Sinai to the top uh, where he saw the burning bush and... 
He's up there for 40 days, which mm-hmm. they don't touch on at all, which I was like, why Why the 40 days part? Did it take that? Like, at least say, like, yeah, was he on a vision quest? Or? They had yeah. to, at you know, at a 56K baud modem speed, it yeah. took that long to download all the information yeah. into his head, um, which I make a jo- <laughs> which I'm joking about, but, like, those are the kind of statements they make. They, they make yeah. it, like, where, oh, this intergalactic oh, yeah. race has something as shitty as a 56K modem. Right. And it's the same kind of shit as saying, like, oh, this intergalactic race needs uh, gold, you know, right. needs needs human beings to they make gold it. for yeah. them for their atmosphere. They know how to manufacture human they beings. They know how to. How to then manufacture them human beings yep. to make the goldums for the shits they need to move on to the next planet. Right. Yet we still have large, vast amounts of gold. Right. Gold. All, I, all I care about is how they made me, Goldar, servant of Rita Repulsa, an enemy of the Power Ranger. Goldar, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be going out, <laughs> taking out the goddamn Red Ranger. Ugh. Dragon Jaws running up the fucking ass. That's like <laughs> Rita Repulsa by way of the Upper Actual, West Side in New York or that something. That by my friend's mom named Rita. <laughs> Who was super bummed when that oh, caricature Golda. came out? Golda, did you guys call her Rita Repulsa? They, they did. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, she's not. I mean, from what I remember, she's not like repulsive, but her personality is kind of it's strong. Yes, <laughs> acerbic as yes. you will. Uh, rubbing that surface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my personality is very cervix. <laughs> Gets right inside you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> I was gonna oh, say, boy. take a break to get a drink. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do that. Me fingers smell like me dick. <laughs> Steve oh. told me to save that for the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've been taking those lessons we were talking yeah, about on is. Beer There Drunk. Sharpening it up, oh, baby. Yeah. Um, we get the return of uh, Nick Redfern here, the, the bald Brit, um, who, as we've mentioned before, was technically my impression of him yeah. was oh. the genesis of this show. No. Um, a couple of years ago, but uh, sitting on that beautiful couch <laughs> that we still have, it has. Oh, oh, that was Steve's teeth on his beer glass. That was rough. Ah. <laughs> oh. Got to know your lips, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you. That was an aggressive. Well, because I've got the mic here, the right. board, all this stuff, so I'm like negotiating all that. Yeah. Hey, I'm Mike. <laughs> Hi. Mike's um, dick. It makes boners yeah. in my face. Um, and uh, <laughs> 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 Mike, the, uh, the other helicopter pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the co-pilot. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's weird. I'm never acknowledging all the bits yeah. about me. Mike uh, is my co-pilot. <laughs> um, but uh, he he just kind of compares the. Um, he, he says he basically says like oh. And all of these encounters with uh, divine beings sound just like abduction and contact uh, accounts today. So he's just saying that, like, alien abductions, alien contacts as described today sound a lot like how they're described in old works, which is just another way to say one of the main tenets of ancient astronaut yeah. theory. So um, the priests say that, uh, you know, this was the beginning of aliens teaching us ethics over... Um, or animal instincts. Ethics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stupid. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 the Ten Commandments were, um, of course, the priests are saying, this is the first time that the aliens slash God are teaching us mm-hmm. how to not just give into our animal instincts, which 
I don't think that was happening that much. I mean, they were worshiping a golden calf, and they were, you know, but whatever. But yeah, um, I mean, most societies were fine. There were areas, and that's what evolution is in societal evolution, where certain societies pivoted and did go down some fucked up ways, and yeah. other ones didn't. So, oh, you're gonna you're gonna tell me were wolves turned into pigs? That <laughs> <laughs> werewolves turned into pigs? Werewolf? You gonna tell me them werewolves? Didn't blow down that pig house and fuck it. They turned into the pig. What the hell kind of bull ass shit? It weren't no bull. Yeah. It was a burv. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the burv turned into the whir, which turned into the pig, baby. <laughs> Fucking oh, assholes. Um, yeah, we move on to the next segment here, which is just <laughs> more profits. Um, we go to northern Israel to the ninth century BC. The prophet Elijah uh, had a lot. A lot of encounters with angels and God. Uh, he predicts a lot of rough shit a-coming. <laughs> rough and tumble, uh, baby. Yes, you're going to have a lot of corn in there. Yeah. Sometimes you have those shits where it feels like little spikes and rocks are in yeah. there, you know? And I ain't mad about it. <laughs> I fucking hate that. I hate when people post on, like, social or something like, oh, view for today, and I ain't mad about it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the dumbest <laughs> fucking shit. Uh. Oh, corn in my shit? I ain't mad about it. Yes. Because you know what I'm talking about. corn. Yes. I fucking hate that. So annoying. Oh, oh God. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny because that's like a throwback to like the 90s or some shit. I don't even I ain't even mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, View today (laughs) from the office. And it's like at the beat. I ain't mad about it. God, I fucking hate this. Fuck you. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, Childress chimes in about the rough shit of coming. Uh, he says, uh, he warns of a drought. Uh, and he was never known to have died. He supposedly was taken up to space and uh, lived for eternity. So, um, yeah, I didn't, I, that's actually the only new thing. I mean, I've seen this episode before at some point over the years. But uh, that's the only new thing that I was like, oh, I guess I learned something at least that Elijah never was too known uh, mm-hmm. was never known to have died yeah, or something yeah. but um uh and this is the crux of this whole segment is like in the book of kings it describes elijah getting taken up by what is a bright fiery whirlwind um and uh later i guess there and this is all sukalo saying this so i'm not sure but he says um that he, he goes he goes when he's when he's uh taken up in the whirlwind this you know, later on they talk about how it's a horse, a horse-drawn chariot, but mm-hmm. uh, in the actual text they say that it's a whirlwind that took him up into yeah. the sky. Um, and Nick Redfern kind of compares the same things. He goes, "When I was taken up in a whirlwind, you only have to look. Uh, wait, sorry, hmm. you only have to look at, for example, when the space shuttle takes to the sky. <laughs> and in that context, you could really place this into a UFO category." And I'm like, again with the fucking rocket power obsession, yeah, like yeah. why? Why would these these fucking interstellar pl- possibly mega wormhole advanced. traveling yeah. mega advanced werves uh, yeah. uh, turn uh, into pigs they can go through wor- <laughs> <laughs> they can travel through fucking werve holes okay yeah, yeah. and <laughs> they're swerving through Pop there right out of your holes. own asshole <laughs> okay you don't know you don't know where the world right. wormhole ends the right. wormhole those brown leathery tubes <laughs> that go through time and space yeah, prolapse up <laughs> The dumpy ton yawn is going to the top, baby. (laughs) You don't prolapse, (laughs) y'all. 
Fuck that my leather. grandma, y'all. <laughs> Turn into a pit. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a leather. Oh, hog. Um, Pig swing. <laughs> but, uh, uh, of course, this was either a, now a rocket, you know, rocket fuel powered ship or a beam of light. They're obsessed yeah. with calling it this, like this beam of light. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that things from our American Western sci-fi like tractor beams yeah. and beams that just lift, you know, levitation beams that, le- yeah. you know, you know, beam you up into the fire and, and, and literally Star Trek beams, like teleportation yeah. beams. How the fuck do you know those exist? You know, like, and why, right. why are they automatically using those things to get in and out of ships or things like that too? Yeah. So, um, it's, it's, it's literally just knowledge of pop culture sci-fi, which you, you take for granted as, oh, that's probably how it would be because we think that all the time and put it in a billion different shows and books and yeah. whatever. It doesn't mean that's what is really going to happen. So, yeah. or how, or, and not even going to happen, how more advanced races than us that are different races than us would also yeah. evolve. So the super racist, right? Um, super lows. Yeah. Um, uh, God, I keep like going back. We then, we, we touch on, uh, uh, Joseph Smith and the Mormon, the birth of the Mormon religion. Um, they don't go into it as deeply as I total, as I thought they would. It's like yeah. super quick. Um, they go, they go, Oh, there's over 14 million followers today. And they, they, they put these stats out there. Like everyone knows what Mormons are, but like they put these stats out there to go, see, it's totally possible that he talked People to an alien. Yeah. You know? Um, and, uh, the book of Mormon was, is a very hyper specific alien encounter, a alien mixed with the divine encounter. So, right. um, it is interesting because, because more, the Mormon religion, um, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, like, it really is unapologetically an ancient alien-based religion, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, Moroni, or as Von Daniken says, uh, Maroni. Maroni. <laughs> like, like it's food. Um, he, uh, the, the angel Moroni comes to Joseph Smith in, in a vision and tells him, um, hey, we've been in America forever, and, and we were, like, yeah. part of an ancient race that lived here before the Indians and things yeah. like that, and he's a white dude and whatever. There's all these, like racial implications to mormonism too but um the purist yeah he tells joseph smith where these magical golden tablets are in a language that you can't read but i'll also tell you where the translating things are um so that nobody else but you (laughs) can translate them and know what they are again watch the south park episode about mormonism um because they even though it's poking fun at it it's showing the actual kind of facts of the story or you know that like the events of the story um but yeah, Moroni says he comes from the Pleiades star system, which is interesting. So, um, Sukes reiterates that these are just flesh and bolts space travelers, uh, <laughs> and they're nothing spiritual. Uh, we move away from Joseph Smith and to Lumbini, Nepal, uh, driving a sweet Ferrari or Lumbini, you know, yeah. down the street. All the ladies yeah, love you. The winged up uh, doors yes. and the hot wings in the back. <laughs> We're going. Oh yeah, when you got that mid-engine, yeah. you know, set up there, that back seat, the back of the back seat, baby, you got a slow cooker going. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect for crisping up any ribs <laughs> and or wings, any bone-based yeah. wing dishes, <laughs> any boned um, meats yeah. you might have. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we they briefly touch on the uh, Jataka tales, which are old Buddhist poems that spell out kind of the origins of the Supreme Buddha. Apparently, his mommy. Fucked a white elephant, um, which we said was a bad Christmas gift. Yes, that's where um, the term came from. Exactly, the gift you did not want to have. I actually wonder if that's what it. And was. I ain't mad about it. 
but yeah, supposedly this white element, supposedly this white elephant uh, entered his mommy's womb, uh, and then he was born from that. He downloaded all of the uh, uh, information of the universe into his brain. Um, he reached a state called Nirvana. He's reached a state called Nirvana. Yeah, um, pre nineties. He smelled all the teen spirit. Yeah, uh, and it was with that that he could obtain all the knowledge of the universe, and that's including where, the- where to buy. The nearest, cheapest shotgun yes. to blow his brains out. Because <laughs> he had too much knowledge. Right. Um, he ate his own cancer right. until it turned black. I wonder if there's an alternate universe where he was married to someone called Courtney Haight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and maybe that's, ironically, that's where he survived. Lortney Kate. <laughs> Lortney Kate. Not Lortney Cove. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's like the triple down. Right. Alternate, <laughs> yeah, the double switcheroo. Um, but uh, he came into contact with what is known as the divas or the devas, these <laughs> superhuman chicks that uh, were yeah, taller. <laughs> Diva, like uh, the Fresh Prince's mom. Um, they were these like really big chicks with uh, superpowers. They could fly. They had flying crafts. Um, Childress chimes in about the divas, and he says, uh, "In many ways, they're very much like extraterrestrials." And it's like. How the, again, how the fuck do you know okay. what they're like? Yeah. <laughs> Yas, daddy. Yeah. Yes, hey, I ain't mad about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and again, that's meaning, that's the types of extraterrestrials you believe in, not that technically right, exist. Right. Um, but yeah, they make the point that Buddha, like Joseph Smith, like later Einstein, like Moses, they all could somehow tap into other dimensions yeah. and communicate with the beings that live there. So, um, we move on to uh, perhaps a larger message. Uh, they then don't prove that at all. Like they, they like they're, they're like the end of the next of the the second segment is like, what if other cultures were spreading the same message around the world? And then it just goes to a thick seed. Iran. Um, so this, for some reason, when I think of doing our podcast, I always think of David Wilcock, Five Heads at Freddy's, yeah. talking about uh, uh, the the Zoroastrian religion because uh, mm-hmm. uh, one of our early episodes he talks about that. Um, and their god, Uhuru Mazda. Yeah. Um, so the, the Persian conqueror king, Darius, uh, made a city called Persepolis in Iran, Iran. Um, and, and that's where the lactose-free people rose up against right. the Darius. And that's where that British ban went so far away, yeah. Iran. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Uhuru Mazda is this god that's depicted on a winged disc, uh, which if, they don't even really go into it, which is surprising because... Other episodes, they're like, he's on a crab. You know, he was on a disc that could fly. They had to depict it with wings. You know, um, again, even though Suclos would go, they draw what they saw. They exactly saw, right. yeah. But they um, were interpretations of what they saw, right? Um, and he, like he's saying that they're like smart and dumb at the same time, but then so smart that they would be so worried about. Oh no, if we don't put wings or something depicting how they fly on here, no, then they won't know. Then they won't know. Yeah, exactly. Like they're not going to care about that. So. Um, the prophet uh, Zoroastra was uh, the main prophet of Zoroastrianism, and he he was supposedly the one that came into contact with Uhuru Mazda. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about um, Zoroastri- or, uh, uh, yeah, Zoroastrianism or religion, whatever, is that it was the really like the first and likely the precursor and the model for Christi- or Ju- Judaism and Christianity and Islam. So all the monotheistic mm-hmm. religions, it was the first to really have. One god that's like called the god of truth. He's the one true god. Um, he had a brother that was the one true evil, and so it's a it's a binary religion as most monotheistic religions are, where it's hey follow the good guy, yeah, 
Because if you follow the bad guy, you'll be punished forever. Yep, yep. Um, and so um, the Avestra was kind of the Zoroastrian Bible. Um, that's what they, you know, uh, laid out everything about the religion. Um, very biblical in a lot of ways, too. Mm-hmm. They don't go into it on this episode, but um, you can see just, like, very clearly the DNA of most all the monotheistic religions. You can see a lot of DNA too. very oh. clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you get a black light in there, very, you see all yeah, of it. Quite. Now, that's truly seeing another dimension. Another Merc level. Welcome to the cream zone. <laughs> Talk uh, about spreading some dairy ass, huh? Instead of dairy air? No, no Darius, because it was. Oh, come on. God damn it. Because the ass, like dairy spreading your dairy air. Yeah. <laughs> spreading them cheeks. Um, we get a Coppins call here. It's a long one. He says, What we are confronted with here are human beings encountering non human entities, which is what he said before. These are indicative of physical encounters. Like, this is his whole point. He's saying, this really happened. This physically happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these are makes me sick. <laughs> people. <laughs> these are alien entities that offer a guidance program between cultures and provide it to entities that are willing to help that culture. And I'm like, what? Like, are you – so you're saying that, like, the aliens come, but they also – there's, like, a pay it forward kind of thing that they go, hey – we're helping you, yeah. special culture. Mm-hmm. You go uh, help the other cultures around you or something. Again, right. if these fuckers could travel through space and time, why are they, again, needing humans to do their work for Anything. them? When they can yeah. do the work of any human in a second that a human would need to fucking 20 right, years right. to do. So. A human could do work in the human world. How much work right. would a human do? Hey, if it can be created by man, it can be solved by yeah. man, okay? Um, but uh, we move on to Mount Parnassus. Mm. Um, and uh, this is the... Former home of the Oracle at Delphi, who's the the famous Oracle at yeah. Delphi. Um, I thought it was Delphi, but then I was oh. been, I was recently playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is all mm. in ancient Greece, and they all have Greek accents, and they're all you know have the yeah. the, the correct accent. He goes, "Oh, the Oracle at Delphi," like all the time. Piece um, of shit. And they say like Hades instead of Hades and things. Um, I'm gonna do it my way, okay? Right. <laughs> the way we grew up doing it here in yeah. America. Classic Sinatra. Okay, um, doing it my way. Is doing it. That was after the stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Just after he stroked. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, baby, baby. (laughs) We did it my way. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to. I'm going to go numb. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the temple uh, that housed the oracle at Delphi was dedicated to Apollo, who was the god of, of prophets, uh, prophecy in the ancient Greek world. Uh, she would sit in a big baby high chair mm-hmm. <laughs> above a pit that had uh, all, like, the vapors from Mount Parnassus oh, coming up through it. The vapors is getting me. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> it, would, uh, it would surround her, and then she would be entered or become mm-hmm. Apollo. Um, become. You'd hear buzzing sound. Or entered. Yes. Um, and Robert Schock, for no reason, is on to go, now everything is uh, at, on Mount Parnassus was built for the Oracle, and nothing would, would be there except for the Oracle. It's like, you know, okay. he's jerked off to the Oracle. He's oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love to go up and see the Oracle's yeah. little seat that she sits on and smell the vapors yeah. that were once there inside of her. And, uh, you know, just really get into that lava and uh, the hot mess that she would leave behind and just leave a creamy milk residue. Now, people don't think there's traces, but, I mean, that's why I'm Geology Jesus. You know, I can see beyond the layer of uh, (laughs) decomposition, and I can look for old snail trails and really enjoy them, (laughs) especially when they're of divine origin, you know. 
You, know, you, you want to look, look at my samples? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's called sedimentary rock, <laughs> and it uh, holds a deep place in my heart. And when I dip it in, it's a sedimentary cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm rock hard, baby. <laughs> now, I burnt off my uh, my wick in a pit of lava about yeah. 35 years ago, so I haven't felt anything yeah. since. I was, <laughs> I was doing a twirl show above the vapors. <laughs> and... Uh, the meat swirls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of them one of them shows they put on down there. Yeah, I was filming a GIF. Yeah. And uh the the volcano just had a little accident. Yeah. And I tipped my burn off. Do you <laughs> tipped my burn off? Uh do you think that people now in this web three day that we live in, um, do you think that people go and have like GIF video shoots where they're shooting something specifically to be a GIF? Well, I sat in on a presentation by the team at Giphy, Mm -hmm. and they they have people, yeah, who are- Over at Shaft.org? Yeah, actively Mm -hmm. making their own GIFs Mm. or content for GIFs and then working with like TV company, you know, like shows and moving all these things to then make GIFs to then promote. So yeah, Yeah. for sure, they're making, actively seeking out content. Right, right. It's like GIFs are like- the new sound effect or the new, like, uh, the new Getty images, you yeah, know. The new Facebook sticker. Right. <laughs> the new, uh, fuck, what's the stupid thing that all the moms and you, yeah, Bitmoji. <laughs> um, but Nothing yeah, she, will uh, ever replace the Bitmoji. Childress chimes, <laughs> chimes in about, uh, the Bitmoji. No, he chimes in about the Oracle and he says, uh, uh the Oracle would basically channel all the God Apollo and, uh, she would become Apollo. You'd hear a buzzing, wet sound, and become would be everywhere. Yeah, flapping of the lips yeah. from where the vapors are going inside of her gash, and uh, you know, just really getting deep inside. When I smell vapors, uh, uh, I see a gaper. Yeah, that's what Daddy always uh, talks. Huh? Piss, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they ask, why did she go into a trance? And then they just go. Most archaeologists think, or you know, what anthropologists think, that uh, she inhaled a bunch of toxic fumes coming yeah. from Mount Parnassus, so like sulfur and all this other right. shit. Um, and at the time, if I, I don't know, like they don't go into this enough for me to even make points about it, but um, I don't think that. I think it's more likely that the fumes that she was inhaling put her into a crazy psychedelic state and she said things that people couldn't deny yeah her pupils probably dilated because they say oh her pupils would glow and apollo had entered her yeah. and blah 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 um but uh now moms glow when babies enter them like that yeah. white elephant or if there's a cuck situation down at the right. apollo theater yeah yeah <laughs> during deaf comedy jam <laughs> yeah um, she's getting entered yes uh and so why would why would huffing a bunch of fumes from a pit, give her the power to communicate. So Childress chimes in with some scientific evidence here, of course. And he says, uh, the idea that a- Apollo would po- was possibly some extraterrestrial, it makes sense because they want us to develop. They they want us to be like them. And he just keeps repeating this over yeah. and over. Repeating uh, it. Sooks, Sooks uh, agrees here. He says, uh, we've always been their pet project, so to speak, because... They've helped us become who we are today. And it's like, I get this is what you believe, guys, but you can't just. Daddy always gets a taste. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's what's frustrating and funny, but also entertaining about this show is that they're not really proving their theory. <laughs> they're, they're, they're giving examples as if you are already a convert or like. Yeah, or, or as if You're, all this is a given. Yeah, yeah, as if as if all these things are a given. Right. They're um, not trying to convince anyone. They're just 
preaching to the right. choir, brother. Yes, exactly. And uh, and I think that's what like I understood a long time ago. It's like, oh, this show is for people that not just for, but it's it's ult- for them. It's for people that believe this. I right? mean, a lot of the people that were at Alien right. Con, exactly. Right? Like yeah. those people. Oh, I'm just here to see Giorgio. Yeah. <laughs> I tell Giorgio hi. Give me a kiss for me, baby. Yeah. Oh my god. The fucking uh, lady driving yep. in a car yelling at some other lady. In line. Yeah. That was like maybe one of the most. That's mm. when I was like, this is going to be yeah. good. <laughs> Hi, Georgina. I yeah. love you. Hi, you Joes. Hi, you Joes. Yeah, we move on to the most pointless segment. Well, technically the last segment is the most pointless is about Einstein. They just, they yeah. and we just talked about them. Uh, but we go to Nostradamus. Uh, he was a famous French Renaissance man yeah. who uh, was, as most people know, had a bunch of prophecies. He had the thousand fucking quatrains of prophecies. There's these little uh, uh, quadratic verses, so four lines of verse. Mm-hmm. Very vague, very symbolic, very metaphorical. Um, and he was predicting things in the future that he saw in a pool of water, which is probably where Harry Potter got the idea for the Pensieve from. Yeah. Uh, that was to store memories, though, the not penis. to predict yeah. the future. Um and uh, but it's they're kind of trying to connect like that he went into um, transcendental meditation, like a, this meditative state, and saw these things. Right. All of which, Tesla, all of the. Right. Did they talk about him in like those meditative? Because I feel like there was an not in this episode, on, but yeah, in, in the Einstein that, factor, they talked about in Tesla. the Einstein. Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, like, I feel like they brought up Tesla and people going into meditative right. states, but I they think didn't talk an, about Nostradamus. Right? No, 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 not yet. I think they talk about. I think there is an episode about Tesla in the future. I could be wrong, but no, I think we already had. I don't think it was just about him, though. It was just a lot of I think they'd rehash him, though. Okay. Um, But, but yeah, but it was dangerous to – so this is the the reason slash excuse as to why Nostradamus had to be so cryptic in his predictions uh, was that the Spanish Inquisition was going on at the time, and uh, somebody seeing visions of the future in a bowl of water – would have been seen as witchcraft, and he yeah. would have been probably excommunicated and executed. Yeah, and would have been seen as a warlock. Um, a male witch, you know, one that delivers packages yeah. really fast, mm-hmm. uh, delivers your letters from your good lady wife or your son. Yeah, also concubine. another term for breasts. I yes. need to see these warlocks. Oh, yes. <laughs> he predicted that, too, that that would yeah. be a line in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Coppins thinks, of course, I had access to other realms. Um, and uh, they ask, where did his powers come from? Was he like the Oracle? And he huffed a bunch of stuff and was... Was kooky in some other realms because of drugs, yeah. um, or did he? Have, or did he have contact with aliens in the um, desert? Yeah, <laughs> uh, we get a cop and scholar, and he says, "This is this is like the most insane line of the episode, not overtly, but he goes, mm-hmm. I don't understand what he's going for here because he's kind of talking shit on science, and I don't think science would try to put a name to this, but he says, now science is going to give this ver- uh, give this various names, whether it's zero point energy or the zero point field." Or a different dimension, whatever it is. And I'm like, he's being very dismissive, but all those terms are very like, so like, they do explain string theory and that the zero point uh, field is part of string theory, but then he sounds like he isn't into it. Like, wouldn't you like that science is validating something that you're theorizing, you know? But he seems angry or something about it. It's a very odd uh, take they chose to to put in the show of him, you know? Um, And we may never know what he really meant. Right. And then, uh, and then they have this chick on the show 
who just wrote a yeah, book. All of a sudden, yeah. yeah, who just wrote a book, and she's on some of the later episodes too, I think. But uh, yes, Queen. Yes, she's she's just an author. She is not an expert in anything, uh, or at least they don't make a point to call that out. Well, I mean, assuming an author has to be somewhat of an expert, right. unless they compile just other experts' knowledge. Normally, I would say yes, but on this show, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, there's that fucking weirdo frog face guy that wrote yeah. Pyramid Power. You right. Know? Um, but yeah, the uh, the zero point field is. Kind of, I, I don't know if it's the basis because I don't know enough about it, but it is a core tenet of string theory where it is that this theory that uh, anything that took energy is stored in a field of electrons somewhere. Mm-hmm. So every idea, every piece of work, every thought, every action, every whatever, and there's a field that this has to exist in, like there's a value to it somewhere, and that anyone in the universe can tap into this, and that's how people have psychic powers and future predictions yeah. and things like people. that so <laughs> this is how uh, people have people you yeah know. you know future. they go they look into the zero point field and they go oh penis in vagina yes. come yes. eggs yes. i need breakfast and then so, i have to fuck my wife so now joey made a miraculous breakthrough today and a huge revelation and it's the fact that all of our daddies have the fetish to cream pie yes because we are all yeah benefactors of yes. a nasty wet cream pie. Pretty much like 99.9% of us that aren't test tube babies, that aren't, aren't in, uh, artificial insemination. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when you're talking about making babies the old natural way, the, the old, old fashioned way. way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was say the old fashioned way, but no, the old natural way. Ooh, my wife gave me an old natural. Yeah. Ooh, we <laughs> um, did it the natural way yeah, last night. She cut off the <laughs> big natural tit of a dead woman and yes. gave it to me as a gift. And I souped it up as I heated it down into eviscerated fat. I put it in the back of my Lumbini. Yeah. And, uh, that <laughs> mid-engine cooked it, it up right. Yes, made wonderful candles. Yes, and it uh, really spiced up my stepdaddy's uh, Vaseline gravy for Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prolapse gravy. <laughs> Maybe uh, turkey is on the menu. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, <laughs> uh, but yes, we are all born the old-fashioned way. From cream no, pies. Con- conceived. Conceived. <laughs> we are born. Yeah. Isn't that super pie. hot in those pornos where like yeah. they shoot the cream pie, they shoot the cum in the woman's pussy, and a baby just pops yeah, out like 20 seconds later? Yeah. Yeah. And then the baby looks up and it has the red eye swollen yeah, yeah. with the cum inside of yeah. it. And, it says, and it's giving a shock out yeah, there. Yeah, it's like, yeah. sick dad. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And he gives you the little fist to pump because yeah. he just fucked his mom. <laughs> Man, she's pretty hot, bro. Yeah. Dude, I was up in that. Yeah. It was fucking good. It's crazy, too, because, like, everyone's just jerking off and coming to this part, but, like, the yeah. baby's bones are forming and then blood yeah, and vessels. It's very, yeah. like, fifth element style mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. It's weird how we've all seen that, but nobody talks about it very yeah. much, except us right now. Yes. Um, we are the ones who will break the fifth dimension. We are the dreamers of dreams. <laughs> the keepers of secrets. <laughs> the spellers of sp- letters. Spellers of spells. <laughs> um... But yeah, uh, Michael Denning comes on and, and says he's the the physics professor at UCI. He's never, never so far, so far Ooh. mentioned anything about ancient aliens. Really, he ju- they just have him on for science, and good for him that he keeps coming on the show. <laughs> White screen, um, yeah. but uh, keeps coming on the show throughout the entire series. Wow, to give uh, his expert opinion on physics, um, and he says. In string theory, like, there's up to, like, 11 dimensions, but most of them are so small 
that we can't perceive and therefore can't experience them. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of it's like it's almost like they're throwing it in there to go like, oh well, if this dimension, this little tiny dimension could have infinite ideas or mm-hmm. something. So they're kind of saying that like. Interdimension, like other living things are living in these dimensions and somehow passing information to us. Yeah. Um, for, a, I mean, a visual representation of this is the movie Interstellar where right. he's like, he's, he, by the end of the movie, future people are living in like the fifth dimension. They're outside of space and time so they can manipulate anything. And they're showing him how to interact with like, there's like, they're putting him in the space time of when his right, daughter right, right. was a little kid. And yeah. connecting all, all the dots and right. multiple points. At the same time, right? Um, yeah, making making time cyclical or something. Well, isn't what they say they they make the uh, God damn it? What's the cube called? The tesseract. Tesseract. Yes. So it's a way that he can perceive time in a way that you know he can make sense to himself, right? Which um, to them they can they're probably seeing that in a whole. They might see it all at once, right? Right. You know. Yeah, um, yeah it's crazy. I mean, that and that's what like the. Spoiler alert, the aliens in Arrival are like that, too, where they experience yeah. time and their language. Everything is cyclical. Yeah. Um, they experience kind of all at one holistic time. So, right. um, Well, because they see the future, and that's why they're here. Right, exactly. And, yeah. and it's, yeah, it's super weird. But uh, And that's why the movie is kind of, most people would say, like, expertly edited in the way it is, where you're like, it keeps time jumping. Because then it's implying that once you know that that's possible, right. that kind of you do it too. Well, once your or, or once because, your brain becomes accustomed to that way of right. thought, because she's learning their language, it's like she's learning to think like them right, and therefore right. perceiving back and her forth future. Time. But you yeah. don't know if she's having flash images of this. You don't know if it's a memory, like whatever it is. So I can see your memory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, the the and I th- I think maybe what Coppins was saying um, was. Like, oh, science might have a name for it, but we've always called it like the Akashic Record. Like, yeah. like I'm wondering, like he's almost trying to claim ownership of it or something. But uh, because then they talk about the cosmic well of knowledge that a lot of religions, especially Eastern, refer to, and that is like the Akashic Record, which yeah. is all of the universe's information exists in this thing from past, future, present, whatever, yeah. and you can tap into that somehow. Um, and Coppins calls out again. He says. Now, he was able to take his brain outside of the constraints of reality. And when he was there, he was able to bring it back to us so that we might partake in this information. It's like, okay, you're explaining just what a fucking prophet does again or right, what somebody right, mystical right. does or a psychic or whatever. So um, we move on to Albert Einstein again. Uh, they talk about him, the same fucking factoids that you can just go listen to two episodes ago from us uh, or watch the two, you know, watch season four, episode 15, The Einstein Factor. Talk about special relativity, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Denon and Childress are flipping back and forth, like, as if they're both experts, whereas Denon is the physicist. Mm-hmm. Childress is just the modern-day yeah. Indiana Jones. Um, but uh, Childress is stoked because it allowed, you know, Einstein's relativity it allowed for time warps and black holes and cool stuff yeah. and wormholes. Really sick <laughs> and pig people. <laughs> um, A.K.A. my wine. Yeah. And he says, uh, he chimes in and says, uh, whenever someone like uh, Einstein is able to look at the universe and physics and and seeing things a different way, like he says, all like five words is one word. Uh, uh, this is a kind of uh, mystic awareness, and you have to wonder if it's some kind of contact with extraterrestrials that are going to help you on your way to some scientific discovery. So, yeah, um, this is again his like. The aliens are coming out of the woodwork, coming through the dimensional fucking barriers uh, yeah. we all are forced into to yeah. 
help you know science and things like that. Hello. Wee, right. wee. I am Albert Einstein. <laughs> I, thought, I thought of that when I typed because I spelled it out as O I N Stein. Stein. Yes, I don't have to pronounce it. Hi, I'm Sir Albert Einstein. Einstein. You know, uh, you know, uh, space and time and slop are all connected intimately like a fabric yes. I can munch on. <laughs> I do not choose a curd, but I do have the split foot. <laughs> um, it was revealed by his widow, Albert Einstein's widow. Uh, they didn't mention this at all in... That he had a pork fetish. Yes. It, it's insane they didn't mention this in the Einstein Factor episode, that his favorite book was called Isis Unveiled by Madame Blavatsky. Yeah. Uh, and it's a book about, like, humans' innate psychic powers and stuff. I'm sure it was written in the first half of the uh, 20th century. Um, but they kind of say, like, so... So then they go on to be like, oh, so of course he fucking accessed other fucking realms and people's minds and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, like... He was psychic just because he read a book about being psychic? Like, we all fucking do that shit. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. the smartest people still fucking watch movies and stuff, too. It doesn't mean they are the Avengers, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean they're not every one of the Avengers at all at once. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they just explored all this shit again. They show a bunch of now modern geniuses like Steve Jobs and stuff. The guys that decoded the human genome. Literally, they did that in the Einstein Factor episode, too. Um, and, uh, I, I kind of feel like they should have, if they had more confidence in their own theory, mm-hmm. I think they would just keep building and building instead right, of right. constantly just rejiggering the factoids, you know, or the th- theoretical factoids about their theory. Um, and totally understand if like new things come out and you want to talk about it again, yeah. but like the next episode is going to be the mystery of Nazca and the first two seasons they talked about the Nazca lines every fucking episode, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, uh, but yeah, Coppins like starts to try and tie all these people together because they're just messengers of a, a larger rea- a realm out there. And it's like, yeah, you've been saying it the whole fucking episode. It's like the, the, this season five so far is just like spider webbing one idea, like like splitting the the most minute minutia of a single very simple idea, and then talking to the audience like they're children about it and. I don't know. It just kind of makes it uninteresting yeah. in general, you know. But um, Childress – oh, sorry. And they, they, they finally asked the question, so why would aliens do this? Why would they want to fucking plan for us and guide us and whatever? And, uh, <laughs> uh, and we, we, we get to the point – like we get to Childress's mindset about this here. And, and we're always – because we're always like, oh, why is Childress always so – almost in a sad way hoping that – Alien daddies and alien mommies are just helping us along our way. Yeah. And uh, he chimes in and says, uh, you have to ask, why would they care about us? Why would they want to help us and give us prophecies and technology and and give us better lives? And in many ways, it's uh, only natural. They would, just like a burp. And uh, <laughs> we're like their children. And it's just like, I wrote just like, aw. Like, I was like, yeah. I was kind of felt bad where I'm like, it's not that he's wrong, but how do you, why do you why are you so sure of that? Like why right, do you right, think right, you right. know that? You know, there's not really any evidence of that except if you're taking everything you believe as gospel truth for the f- facts of what happened in all of fucking ancient history. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, Coppins just calls them mystics, and he says, "And mystics are people that have one foot in this realm and one foot in another." Um, and that's pretty much it. Just and, and I really believe that these mystics 
have the beautiful balance of both worlds with a <laughs> goddamn it set of tits and like uh, myth dicks. Yeah, a <laughs> <laughs> little bit of cock. <laughs> And then on the flip side, there's Mr. Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> now they just spray cum right. all over. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for uh, Prophets and Prophecies. Um, next week, as I stated, is the Mystery of Nazca. Um We did get a message. I don't think we have any um, reaching for the stars this episode. Let me double check. We actually have some action on our Instagram after oh, our nice. story. Oh, that's right. Well, I mean, just people messaging. Yeah, yeah, but that's day. what I was going to say. Yeah. But in, in lieu of a, uh, an official reaching for the stars, which is where you, the Probing Ancient Aliens listener, are encouraged by me and Steve, the Probing Ancient Aliens host, to go to your nearest podcast service, your nearest social media channel, your nearest social media store. Brick and mortar store. You can read that one that I can't find on iTunes, too. The Lauren. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was from a while ago. It's fine. Um, but uh, go to your nearest place that you can give us a star a star rating uh, and give us five stars. It really helps us algorithmically, assuming you like the show, um, and leave us a review in the comments of that five-star review. And we'll read it on the air and give you a shout-out. Uh, we didn't get any new reviews this week. Even if you don't like the show, if you get a five-star and yeah. talk a bunch of shit. Yeah. We'll read it, baby. Um, and, uh, yeah, we got a, a question, though, on one of our stories from uh, a big-time, I think a long-time listener. I think one of the yeah. first first few episodes he, he reviewed yeah. us or commented or talked to us. And he said, uh, he asked us, which episode or theory of Ancient Aliens do you believe to be the most absurd? Um, and, I mean, it's a tough one. I feel like we've gotten, like, there's easy answers to it, but, like, I don't know. I, I think the thing that always makes me the angriest is the hypocrisy of Sukalos. Like he's, he's so hypocritical because he has his, you know, why we love him too. His, yeah. his, his attitude of you fucking morons. Like, of course this is true. But then if like, well, the, I don't believe in aliens. I know they're real. Right. It's, it's yeah. I, I don't like his classic. They drew everything they saw, but then in the next sentence, he'll go, but they didn't know what they were seeing, so they interpreted it as right. a bunch of shit because they were stupid. And it's just like, I don't know, that 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 makes it's as a foundational element to uh, the ancient astronaut theory, hypothesis, whatever. It crumbles all the yeah. time. And it's, you don't even have to know, like, argumentative fallacies or anything. You're just like, you're saying two different things in the same breath all the fucking time. Yeah. And so it kind of, it doesn't guide people anywhere. It just guides them to listen to what you have to say about yeah. it, you know. But, you know, to be fair to him, he's always like, hey, critically think, do what, you know, whatever. Yeah. So he's not, he's not forcing anyone. It's not like he's forcing anyone to believe this. It's just like, you're getting so frustrated that people don't think your way or don't understand this or aren't open-minded enough. And yet you're super, not only closed-minded because like you, you were saying, Steve, like, I don't believe, I know, you know, yeah, it's like. Yeah. That's also not being open-minded either. That's that's a that's a, a dead end. You know, that's not a journey to something. So, um, <laughs> having a conversation yeah, with having uh, a little gif yeah. off mm-hmm. with uh, <laughs> Miss Molke, yeah, uh, right now, um, as she's phonetically spelled her mm-hmm. last name for us. Um, I don't know. That's that's kind of my most frustrating. I guess if you want to do like a hyper-specific thing, um, I I kind of th- like find the. Um, the sonic technology stuff like to be really weak because we don't really use any of that shit and like they they're always talking about oh they're gonna use sonic weapons to levitate giant rocks and things like that um oh and there was just more evidence actually um for how they moved the pyramids they found Mm -hmm. a cave um right from 
Khufu's uh, dynasty. So it lines up with the building of the Great Pyramid at Giza. And it actually has like like not – it's not super nice and refined hieroglyphs. but it, So it's cool to see like basic artwork. Um, and uh, – oh, man. She's going to cream her jeans with that. Because she wrote Beat That Gift. So oh, yeah. Right. My uh, yeah. Um, yeah. A few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they actually have like kind of normal artwork that's very in the hieroglyphic two-dimensional style. But it's showing like – how the workers were set up, how these giant ramps and uh, with just dozens and dozens of post holes on either side of the ramps were used, and then a pulley system to drag the fucking rocks yeah, up and stuff. Yeah. So it's, again, it, like last episode, we're talking about how um, that one article I was trying to read to debunk something was like, oh, it, it is a cynical view, and it, it kind of is. It's just like showing that, like, oh, no, humans couldn't have done any of this on their own, and I don't believe that to be true. Yeah. It doesn't mean I believe none of it or don't believe yeah. in aliens at all, but... The way they fucking prove yeah. it is always. I think the thing that I have the most struggle with was something we talked about earlier. Their need for gold. Mm-hmm. I need that gold, baby. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Because when we're talking about how we're seeing comets and all these things with, like, gold and, and rubies and diamonds right. that, like, are all, that's all the comet Oh, there's golden in these comets. Yeah. Yes, queen. Uh, I think the thing that we see as precious, mm-hmm. I don't believe the aliens see as precious. As taters. <laughs> there was a couple Supreme call-outs. We yes, yeah, there in were. This yeah. episode, right? The Supreme Buddha. Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> I will be the Supreme, Supreme Buddha. <laughs> My gut will be round and moist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think the thing that, you know, basically idolizing elements and things on Earth right. that arch, actually, right. actually aren't as rare as we think. They're just rare on Earth, right? Yeah. Like diamonds, exactly. rubies, yeah, yeah. gold. So that's what they're here for mm-hmm. is inaccurate gold is indestructible yeah <laughs> uh so i think that's probably like the most I, yeah and then like the use of combustible fuel right yeah it's yeah the, the gold thing you're right like i've been i've been pre-irritated because i think every time they go to iran iran they're going to talk about the fucking anunnaki for the thousandth time but right. they seem to be taking a little bit of a break from that this season in the last few episodes of season four because uh, I would get irked. I'm like, God damn it, the fucking Anunnaki and gold and slaves again, like over and over. But they seem to have stopped. But you're, I think yeah. you're right. Like, as a hyper specific, that's a really good one. It's just shut up about this. Like, yeah. why? Yeah. I, a precursor race, fine. But why? Or aliens, fine. Why yeah. the gold to build their atmosphere right, shit? Right, right. No. Um, yeah, but that's a, that's a good question. Dick Cran. Um but yeah, follow uh, Probing Ancient Aliens on social media at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook, soon to be Twitter as well. Um, follow our other podcast. Listen to it, too. Don't just follow it. Listen to it. Subscribe to it. Just like you subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe to Probing Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Listen to Beer There, Drunk That if you like craft beer and our prolapsy sense of humor. Um, we take jokes and we just turn them from inside out, just like a prolapse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just let it hang there. <laughs> <laughs> let it uh, jerkify. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to moisten it. <laughs> we keep going back to moisten yeah. it more and more. Yes. Getting less on. Ret- getting less returns as it dies over time. <laughs> um, but yeah, follow that podcast, social media at Beer There Drunk That PC on Instagram and Beer There Drunk That on Facebook. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think, I think we're going to. Go into uh, string dimensions like little kitties. And we're going to play with all these strings that advanced beings are shooting out through their little dimension holes. Only 11 strings, so not all the kitty cats will get one. 11 strings, but only 10 little potters. What's a kitty do? So much cuteness.